What up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Gin Podcast. This is your host, GWeezy11. I just want to take the time to um, just appreciate all the likes, all the shares, all the messages uh, for the last podcast with Steph, because that one was um, that was that one was huge for me because it, it definitely took me out of the comfort zone for um, like one of the first conversations I ever had on the podcast about religion. And I think it's, it's very good to have some of those um, those conversations with people that are kind of profound in, in the, the stuff that they do. But uh, this is a new episode. This is a this is going to be a good one because I got one of my buddies here. I got Johnny. What up, Johnny? What's up? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good. Good. How you how you feeling today? A little nervous? I feel good. Um, <laughs> I, I'll get over it. Yeah, me too. I'll get man. over it. I, I always say like I'm always getting nervous in these podcasts, but I do it all the time. So it's like you never, I don't know, man. It's it's just like an adrenaline feeling, like it's a it's a cool rush, but it's pretty cool, man. I was uh well speaking of uh because we we had I was on Twitter and um Instagram too, and you, you were at the Mario fight. Yeah, how was that for you, bro? Because one, because Mario obviously we went to high school with, and then two, just to see him in a in a spot where it's just like, damn, like this this he's up here, man. Nah, like, man, it was he's, it was cool. Here. Um. That's actually my second time watching him fight. Um, the best part about it is I got to see him actually win the world title in Los Angeles. Oh, shit. So you're OK. Yeah, man. That was the best experience I've ever had, man. We were in L.A. Staples Center. I had a floor seat. Yeah. To fight. I seen celebrities. I seen all types of people there, man. It was cool. Who was the the main card? Um, it was or the I guess the main event. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Earl Spence and Sean Porter. Oh, damn. So that was even a better fight. Yeah. yeah OK. Um, I remember that. Unfortunately, we um, we didn't stay and watch that fight. Um, you know, Mario was in a dog fight, and oh, uh, that, okay, okay, yeah, I, I exactly remember who he's, who was fighting that yeah, day. Yeah, okay. so like I said, he was in a dog fight, man, and they they went all twelve, and both fighters had to go to the hospital at the end. So oh shit, I didn't and, know that. You know, and and I'm sitting with um, with Mario's family during the fight, and um, you know we're we're trying to figure out like what's going on, you know, because he's showing like concussion symptoms and things like that and so we had uh we had to we had to go to the hospital well i didn't go but yeah his parents went and now i was responsible for getting his sisters back to the hotel that is crazy i know he was uh like I, I, that's that's uh while you say that because uh yeah he didn't even do a press conference after no like, no he just they just said whoever won um they, either the, the opponent too and that that just makes sense you, man this is crazy to say that this was a year ago yeah a year Literally. ago it well, was, uh, I'm not too sure if you remember it. Was, it. Uh, it was last September. Last September. So Damn, it was cool, man. Time fucking flies, bro. Time flies. So like I said, I got to see him win the title, and then I got to see him defend the title. Yeah. So, his first chance. So how was that, man? Because, uh, like I said, seeing him come from, like, we graduated with him. Um, obviously, you've been friends with him for a fucking while. And just to see him on top uh, from what, like, I mean, obviously being on the south side of town, man. Like, how was that? It's wild, right? No, it's great, man. Like... Seeing one of your own being so successful, like, yeah, it's just, it's cool, man. He's, he's real cool people. Like we could be out anywhere. Somebody asking for a picture and he'll, you know, he'll stop what he's doing to go get a picture. Yeah. It's cool, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I was, um, so the, the main, the main event, who were you rooting, rooting for at that main event? Uh, Gervonta Davis. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, I'm a big, uh, Floyd Mayweather fan. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. a lot of people in, uh, in Texas don't like Floyd May- Mayweather just because I think, you know, the amount of Hispanic people that are here and, and the Hispanic people that Floyd Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather have, has beaten. Yeah. You know? 
Nah, a lot of people hate him. They're just booing for no reason whenever uh, he came out. Because well, he was there at the fight, obviously. Because yeah. uh, that's one of his fighters. And yeah, man, people were booing. I'm just like, man, this is one of the greatest fighters ever. Like, It was cool. Just, just being salty. I didn't honestly. I did not think that that uh, Santa Cruz was gonna. I, I thought it was gonna go all twelve rounds. Not honestly, not twelve rounds. Okay, I'm lying. Maybe about eight, for sh- ten at most. Um, I saw Davis knocking him out, but just not like that. No, not like that. Like he, I thought, I thought they were just gonna have to like stop it because either he was gonna be fighting back, but to have him like that in front of his dad, just out for maybe about thirty minutes. I thought he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> his, his leg was folded touching his ear like he i thought he was dead yeah it was bad man it was really bad the fucking the whole uh alamo dome erupted i was just like oh yeah shit. it was crazy because like as soon as soon as he caught that uppercut hit the ground the whole place like erupted and like like a bunch of like smoke like i don't know if there was like fog machines or what the hell but like oh yeah, yeah it happened so quick yeah, yeah i know exactly what you're talking about how was uh i mean because obviously we're in the pandemic right now uh, so seating was limited. Everybody was kind of scattered around. So going from when Mario won his title fight to now, how is that? Like, it's different, right? Just Yeah, no, him. it was way different. Like I said, we, we were in the Staples Center, sold out. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, full capacity. And we were maybe 25% at the Alamo Dome. Yeah, it was different, bro. It was It's so weird, man. All the, all the fucking precautions and shit like that. Fucking weird, man. And, and, and you know, we knew there was going to be... Uh, you know, like limited seating, but what they don't show you when you buy the tickets, you know, they show the stage to be real, real close. And so we're like, okay, we got a badass seat. Yeah. And by the time we get there, there's like, like 40 yards in between our seat and the floor seat. Yeah. So it was, it was like way farther than we expected. Uh, same here, man. And the, <laughs> the price was steep too, man. The price crazy. was crazy. Um, same here, man. I thought, like, I didn't think there were going to be floor seats at the time that they were, when they first released. Because the first day they released the tickets, uh, we, had, we had bought some. And um, shit, I remember Davis posted something on Instagram talking about, hey, they, there's floor seats. And I was just like, damn, like, when you look at the price and they were fucking damn near 1500 bucks for the fucking floor seats. And I was just, man, that's, that's even wild. But I guess it just all comes together whenever you think about, like, the type of precautions people are doing the amount of staff they have to take like into consideration for, I don't know, just all the shit they have to do. Like, yeah, man, it's, it's wild. Safe. Wow. Like in between the fights, you'll see the, I guess the people coming to sanitize the ring. Oh yeah. And you know, they're in full, like you, you can't even really see them. They, they're, they're in full uniform, headgear, uh, fucking monster ink type yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where they're in the fucking <laughs> uniforms. Yeah, bro. Exactly like that. And, but, but they're in the uniform and then the like the ringside girls or the people are just Yeah, there's yeah. regular, you know. It's weird. Yeah, bro. Weird times, man. Weird times. How is it, bro? How's it been for you, man? Like what's uh I mean, obviously we went into the lockdown a couple months ago. How's that been for you? It it was weird at first, you know, cuz uh cuz I I know a couple people who who are like big on conspiracy and stuff like that. They're like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah. You know, this this is fake. You know, they're going to military going to come shut shit down and it it was just weird, man, but but I don't think it personally affected me until maybe at the end of the summer. Like they we had like that first wave come through. I didn't know anybody who had the virus besides like celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Second wave came through, man. I knew I I personally knew at least ten people who had it. You know. Unfortunately I've known I know somebody who passed from it, you know? Damn, yeah. It happened so quick too, and a lot of people don't realize. I think a lot of people are um kind of skeptic on the whole 
just because you said like maybe it's a conspiracy, um, maybe it's not something what what the media is saying it to be, and once it once it hits them or hits not even them, just the family members and shit starts get getting serious, then they start thinking like what people are thinking before they even get it. Does that yeah, make sense? Like, yeah, no, I feel you, man. But it's just it's weird. Like it it takes a toll on people differently. Like like I said, um. I know the lady I know who passed, she was 44 years old, just real healthy, you know, and um, my grandmother caught it, but my grandmother is 68 years old and it didn't bother her one bit. That is wild. You would think just because um, like she's older, she yeah, just you know, have a little bit more problems. And she has asthma, like, yeah. you know, she's an older lady and it didn't, it didn't knock her down at all. Crazy. So, yeah. Oh shit. That is wild. Cause I mean, everything you see is just people with uh, like. Severe problems or asthma was a was a big one mm-hmm. when they first brought it out that they were uh, more likely to either, uh, I mean, get the virus and then have like kind yeah. of serious problems with within the virus and it's that's crazy, man. That's um that's a blessing. No, that's know, a blessing, man. man. It, when I got said, the news, man, it it hurt me, you know, because my grandma, my everything, you know, she's the lady that took us in and raised us, yeah. you know. So me me already thinking like, man, you know, she's an old lady, she got asthma. This this ain't gonna be good. And then the first thing, like, just because of the, what the media, like, says, the first thing you think is just, like, oh, like, just yeah. the worst, right? Just yeah, the possible I, I, I worst. Yeah, I thought the worst, man. Like, yeah. like I didn't, well, didn't want to talk about it personally because, you know, I'd, I'd probably get emotional about the shit, you know? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So, pandemic, um, obviously, I mean, you have two kids, right? Yeah. So, during that pandemic, every, of course, everything changed. We went to lockdown. Um, I mean, schools and we didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Like, I don't even go to school anymore, but I was just curious to see how these, uh, like how, how the fuck people were going to go back into school. You know what I'm saying? Even like, not even college people, not even people our age, just like, of course, kids. Yeah. No, just school in general. It was weird because when the virus first first hit at the beginning of the year, you know, I think a lot of people just blew it off. And by the time it got serious was about March. It was crazy because the kids went on spring break on, on a Friday. Yeah. They didn't go back to school until maybe a month ago, you know. <laughs> so my <laughs> kids been out of school since March. So okay, they've had the best fucking spring break ever. <laughs> we should trade into summer, right? Yeah, to summer vacation. So tell me how. Um, oh, okay, virtually, right? Did they do school virtually? Yeah. yeah, they did virtually for I think probably about at least six weeks. I think. Damn, how was that? You had to be a fucking teacher, right? Yeah, it was cool, it, <laughs> and it sucked at the same time. Um. You know, uh, the first couple of days, um, I, I I didn't stay home and do the virtual schooling because I, you know, I, I work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that first Friday, I remember I took the day off so I can stay home and school them. I suck at it because they had to be online by like 7.45. The, the teacher comes on at 8. By 9.30, I'm, we're, we're making a taco run. <laughs> you know, <You're- laughs> You're hungry as fuck, man. And shit, that's, that, and that was at nine thirty. By eleven o'clock, I'm taking a nap. Yeah, I'm taking a nap. These kids are, they are they're on their their iPads. You know, school school uh gives them an iPad, so they're doing their iPads. I'm I'm in the living room sleep. You know, bro, I can feel that, man. If I had kids, cause it, man, the, that's what I'm saying. Like the, you, they expected this shit to go smoothly, but I mean, none of. Nobody was prepared, like no, and especially for this. Like you're being a teacher, basically. Like, I mean, but I guess that's, I don't know, kind of the shit we have to adjust to now since everything is so different. Yeah, and it's, you, it's something you gotta you gotta 
prepare for because, you know, people work, people, you know, people have a living. They can't stay home and school their kids. Yeah. You know, we plan on sending them to school. Yeah. That too, man. Cause that was one of the biggest things, uh, like the government will, I, I saw a lot of people talking like, how are these, um, these people going to be like working, trying to make a living. But then also too, they have to worry about their kids at home trying to be in school. And that sucks, man. Cause I mean, these people, I mean, people are sending the kids off to, of course, go to work, make a living. And, um, there's, I don't know, something else you got to worry about at home. And it's just like, man, you're not prepared for that shit at all. You're really not. Um, the, um, by the time that, that the schools were ready to let them go back, I wasn't ready to let them go back. I'm like, no, there's still a whole ass virus out oh, here. Oh yeah. You know? So, but then at the same time, like, fuck, we can't stay home every day and, and school them. We, you know, we make the money, we pay the mm-hmm. bills, you know? Um, so then I was like, okay, fuck it. You know, they, they're going to go back to school. Um, but you know, I had, had, I had to lay down a little rules for them. Like, Hey, I know y'all got friends. Don't be, don't be hugging on your friends. You know, if the teacher tells y'all to stay away, then stay away. If they want you to wear your mask the whole day at school, fucking wear the mask. Yeah. Yeah. That, bro, that's, that's, that's honestly, nah, that's, that's what's up because, um, I mean, you would think that these, uh, these, I mean, these teachers are kind of laying down the foundations, but you never know, man. Like you never know if they're actually really telling these rules and doing these type of precautions. Um, and I think for sure, as a parent, that's for sure, like one of the top things, like just lay down some rules, man, lay down some rules. Um, and then hopefully nothing happens. Cause I mean, of course you can never kind of, I mean, if it happens, it happens, you know what I'm saying? But you never want to fucking expect that. You never want to, uh, kind of go through that process but the only thing you can do is just precautions yourself and then have them kind of do the precautions on their own too so it sucks man this whole shit has been wild it, it just and at the same time it goes back to i guess the the teacher because you know you're not you're not in the class they're, they're, they don't even allow you inside the front doors at the school you know oh shit you know the, so at, at their school they have an intercom at the front door so you press the little button you talk to the yeah. And the attendance clerk and or and whoever. That was for the pandemic? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's still shit. right now. No, so before they didn't have it? No, before they didn't have that it. That is crazy. So, like... So only students and teachers, no parents or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's, that's, that's fucking crazy. interesting. Because, I mean... Like, you can't even... Like, um, like I mean, go to lunch or anything like that. No, like, no, no lunch or like, not breakfast or... You know, then the kids have birthdays, they... Yeah, they want, they want to take cupcakes to their friends or yeah. whatever, and they don't allow none of that. Damn, I, I get it. Bro. You know, be safe. You know, you yeah. don't, you don't want no no kid catching virus. Yeah, see, get but, it. See, but then when the media kind of displayed everything, or well, just everything in general at first, um, that was kind of the first things. Like, there's just tons of kids everywhere, and then uh, I think that's why they kind of shut down the whole ship. So schooling first is because it just would tra- transfer so fast, and I mean, kids are always. Kids are going to be kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they're not... Um, you know, and then kids kids are always sick, you know, no matter what the fuck you do, they're always sick. Yeah. Um, then you get, you get, like, you get all them kids in that small area, you know, if 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 one kid had it and their partners, they got a group of 10, you know? Yeah. Fuck around and get all 10 kids sick. Yeah. It, just, it will transfer so fast, so easily. Man, people don't realize that. That is wild. So, with... um. Virtual schooling, so that was pretty. That was something that you had to learn, right? Yeah, that was it. Was, that was pretty cool. I don't think teachers get enough credit for it. I did it for one fucking day. <laughs> You're fucking typing yeah, out. <laughs> I, I suck. So with with teachers getting, 
Do you think they're actually putting in more work now, like with a pandemic or? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Like even even like before before they let the kids go back to school, the teacher had the every student literally had a profile for every class. So you know the teacher had all these different profiles that they'd had to click on, make sure every kid did that assignment for the day, did their math for the day, did the reading for that yeah, day. Yeah. And every folder just broke down, you know, and and that's a lot of work for the teacher. Then the teacher has to upload the stuff and then send the stuff back. Then, you know, you got parents calling and texting the teachers 24-7. And- oh, shit. Oh, well, how, do, how does that happen, though? Like, because, I mean, when we're in school, I mean, I mean, obviously the texting and kind of the Internet wasn't as, as big as it is now. But how does that happen? Teachers are just allowed to, like, give their numbers out to... Fucking and apparently, I guess. Because I mean, everything that's going on. Yeah, it's that would make sense though. You know the and I know my kid's grandma has like the teacher's direct phone number, so she can call her and text yeah. her at any time. You know. Fuck man, wish we had that shit. Not no, really, no, but no, fuck that. <laughs> not really. I'd be in trouble. <laughs> All right, so I mean, these uh, obviously your kids. Um, when did you uh, when did you have your first kid? When did you have your first kid? I was uh, I was eighteen. Um, my senior year, it was it was November before, before was, we graduated. Yes. Oh shit. So you know, school started in August, September. I had had my first daughter in November. Bro, she's eight. She's she just turned eight last week. A week ago from the day she turned eight. Uh, getting old, man. <laughs> we yeah, getting fucking man. old. How was that, man? So being being a senior in high school, obviously we have to. Um, I mean, we're. Honestly, we're still like trying to figure out what the fuck we're doing. You know what I'm saying? So how was that trying to recuperate and kind of take care of a kid? And it was hard because um, I I played football. You know, um, it, it ends probably around November, around the time that she was born. Yeah. But but being with her mother and her mother being pregnant at the time, it it, it made it hard. You know, we're going to school. I was working. Her mama was pregnant, and I had to make time for football. You know. Yeah, there are a lot of responsibilities, man, that a lot of people don't think about. It was hard. Even was for hard. yeah, man, even for the the your your uh the the baby mama like um like just the shit that she went through. Like yeah. she, like you think about people getting pregnant now, pregnant now and the the type of uh kind of mental health and the state of mind that they have to go through. Like mm-hmm. just imagine that shit in high school and then having to worry about everything that you go through in high school like yeah. it's just Clammed yeah, all together and fucking doing nine that, months. and then uh, trying to keep our relationship alive at the same oh time. God, bro, bro. This, that shit was. <laughs> well, my senior year was not fun. Yeah, man, that is intense, bro. I couldn't. Uh, it doesn't suck, man, because I know it, it prepared you for a lot more things now. Like you've, I'm, I'm sure you learned. Like, hey, oh I, yeah, I'm I've, good now. Yeah, like I could have done this like a lot more better, or even not even that, just. Um, just preparing you for like another kid, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, something that's um, like obviously because you have two, so yeah, the next then, one was yeah, and that's the thing. Uh, I think my she was born, she was born in March of 2014, and we had just graduated, you know, June of 13. So this is your second one, yeah, my, my second okay, okay. one, you know. So she was born. I think shit. I think my kid's mom got pregnant, like probably like right out, like after we got out of high school. <laughs> Might have been like a fucking. Uh, graduation. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little present. Shit. Yeah, some <laughs> shit. You know. Um, but no, man, it was it. It was a struggle for for my my entire senior year, man. I I missed out on a lot of uh senior activities because yeah. 
because my attendance sucked. I almost didn't graduate because my attendance. Same here, man. Well, not not my senior. Uh, yeah, honestly, I know for sure my junior year. Uh, I think my absence for like a couple of classes or actually just one in particular uh, was uh, like damn near like 30 absences for the full year. <laughs> and they uh, I remember that year they had given us like a paper at the end of the year saying if you're going to go to like your senior year, mm-hmm. you have to do summer school or or a credit recovery or whatever. And I got the letter and I was just like, fuck. Yeah, I had those crazy. letters. <laughs> had those <laughs> letters for two years. <laughs> So with, with obviously with two kids, what, what are some things that you think you could have like done different that you think now, like, fuck, I shit, I could have done this, man. I could have, I don't know, man. I, you would think it, that these, these no, things come so easy and they're, but they're not. No, it, it's really not. Um, but it's hard to like pinpoint just one thing specifically, you know, because, you know, since day one, I've always showed love to my kids. You know, I, I yeah. love them like, you know, and I know they love me back. Um, and I don't know, maybe, I don't know, man. It's not one thing in specific. I, I, I don't know. We were just young and, and inexperienced, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. So, you know, if while we're trying, we're failing at the same time, you know, but we're learning from those failures. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing you can do, man. That's, that's what I preach all the time. Like, it's not even just with, with kids. Like, just... Just in general, bro. Like, people are bound to make mistakes. No, and, and I say that all the time. Like, I always tell people, like, because I'm the oldest out of all my siblings. And I tell my brothers and sisters, I said, man, if if you are going to fail at something, fail because you've actually failed. Like, you tried and you failed. Yeah. Don't fail because you didn't try or because you're intimidated or you're scared of some whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, fail because you tried and you failed, you know? Yeah, that, yeah bro. They said that fucking damn near perfect because people are, I think people are scared to um, do whatever they want to do. To, to fucking apply for a job, to, I don't know, fucking go talk to a girl. Like, just that fear of rejection is just in their head. It's just, I don't know, just builds up and builds up and then just de- end up don't doing it. Just leaving the situation, whatever it is. And you can't, man. Like, you can't. You have to, because just like you said, man, you rather fail and, and know that you failed and you tried than not doing it and just thinking that, oh, fuck. Like, and this could have. I think that goes with everything. Like, Fucking, you know, a job. Like, if you applied for a job that you want, you don't get it because, but you applied, oh, fucking well. Like, yeah. you know, you're trying to talk to a girl, she, she shoots you down, oh, well, you know, but you tried. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. People don't get it, man. Like, as easy as that, as easy as that, that sounds, people don't fucking get that. And it's sad, man. But I mean, that's why, that's why we're here, man. That's why we're fucking here, just to try to educate these people. Educate these people, man. But uh, any, um, I don't know, man, any other struggles you think you face? I mean, obviously we were young, so that was just kind of the biggest thing in experience, of course, because there's no fucking manual book for this. But now, um, any other struggles you think you faced? I think the biggest struggle I had was was with with my oldest daughter trying to finish school. Um, eventually, I think maybe like like in January or February before we graduated, I quit my job. It was just like some bullshit. Yeah. So I quit my job, and you know, for the next next six months, I didn't have no money coming in. You know. Fucking, we had to like borrow money from like her dad, my dad, her yeah. mom, or whoever. Dog, it's it sucked. Fucking like twenty dollars a week trying to get us by, like type shit. Yeah, man. No, bro. No, nah, trust me. I get it. Like, I know there's there's tough situations out out there, but I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Like, you're you're at a point where you have to. Uh, I mean, you have to take care of somebody else. So, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't say like do the fucking craziest shit ever, but I mean, you're gonna do something to yeah, to get I, by. So I know I definitely understand you know, that. 
I'm a, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, I grew up in the hood, you know, I did yeah. what I had to do to get money, you know, and exactly, I, I got us by until I got a, a, leg, a lit job, a legit job. Yeah. Um, actually speaking on that, um, uh, it was crazy, man. Uh, like I said, I couldn't find a fucking job and, and I was, I wasn't down about it, but I was like, mm, fuck this. I ain't going to work. Fuck this. Right. You know, I'll figure it out, I'll, you know, I'll get it done. And, uh, and I was hanging out with, with one, with one of my good friends, uh, Ray Alvarado. He, he went to school with us. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. um, yeah. And um, and you know we were already hanging out, and, and he at the time like he's real quiet and real low key about everything that he did. But I've always seen, you know, he had a nice truck. He boy always had on some new boots, you know. <laughs> he was styling low key, yeah, you know, like, yeah, under the radar. Yeah, I, it wasn't my business to ask him. So one day he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh shit, you know, I'm about to go to an interview. Like where?" And I'm like, "Shit, McDonald's. You know, they hire anybody. You know, yeah. I need money." And he. We were texting. He called me. He's like, no, fuck that. You're not going to go work at McDonald's. I said, well, shit, what I'm going to do? I need, yeah. I need to work. He's like, no. Nah, um, he's like, you got a driver's license? I'm like, no, but I can get one. He's like, when you get your driver's license, call me. Okay. A week from that day, I got my driver's license. I'm like, what's up? Yeah. He's like, all right, um, send me an address. Show up tomorrow. Uh, but make sure you get some, some boots and some jeans. I'm like, okay. This, this man owns a whole shop. Yeah, or his family oh, owns yeah, a whole yeah. shop, still, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and shit. it's it's a diesel mechanic shop, um, eighteen wheelers, big trucks and big trailers, yeah. a lot of money involved. Yeah, in it, exactly. You know? And I'm like, well, this is how you get all them new boots all the time. Yeah. Like, and he really put me on, you know. And from that day on, I've I've never been broke. I've always had money in my pocket. That is wild, man. Shout out to fucking Reyes, bro, because that's that's what's up, man. Especially, yeah, man. Just to, just to. <sighs> Just to put that effort out there for someone not to go into, I mean, obviously McDonald's is not a bad job, but just knowing that you can do something for somebody and they can get like a bigger return. Fucking that's amazing, bro. That's, that's, that's what's up, man. He, he put me on, man. I've been in that business since for seven years already. You know, I've worked every day for seven years since, yeah. since then. And it's, it's been cool, man. Like shout, was, shout out to Ray's and his family. Yeah, for that. exactly, man. Exactly. How was, how was that during the pandemic? Cause uh, I mean, was it considered like an essential job? Yeah, was, yeah, it was essential. Like we haven't missed a day of work. That, know, that, be, yeah, um, yeah. I think especially now, um, you know, those trucks and tra- trailers are traveling. They're picking up. They're delivering things yeah, like that. And, exactly. And exactly. our job is to keep them on the road. Yeah. If, if a breakdown happens, get them on the road as back, you know, as fast as we can. Yeah, that makes sense, bro. I was trying to think of of ways that um, of like it, it wouldn't be an essential job, but it it, it is because. I guess like the, it, it did and it didn't. Um, you know, we um, at at my shop where we're at, we specialize in um, taking care of fleets and big bigger companies. Oh, so like multiple vehicles mm-hmm. and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. So we had uh, we had this one company there. Um, they had a contract with the military for transporting. You know, families. You know, if a family had to be stationed, you know, fucking Chicago or wherever. Yeah. You know, they'll load up all their shit in that truck and trailer, and they'll go drop it off. Well. Well, at the time, the um, the funding for the the military for for the transferring, you know, the families and stuff because of the pandemic, they didn't want people traveling and things like that. Mm-hmm. It slowed them down. So um, for a good while, we didn't have that customer because they were slow because yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. So it it kind of circled back to us, and we got slow because of it. Yeah. Nah. Same here, man. I I get it, bro. Like I I'm telling you, man. Everybody was affected in one way or another. Whether if, whether if it's people getting sick, people losing their jobs family members losing their jobs uh i mean school uh with kids school you're in with yourself like every literally like the 
fucking economy was like everything was just fucked. Like it was it was intense, man. I think that's what we're trying to that's what we're trying to recoup now. And man, we you, only thing you can do is just fucking believe that it's gonna get better and kind of hope. There's a lot of hope that goes involved, but we'll see. Um, I'm not you know, I'm not big on politics or nothing like that, but I I don't think Donald Trump handled that situation good at all. <laughs> yeah, man. I, a lot of people were saying that. Uh, it was just because of the election. You know what I'm saying? It like, could have been. That was, I, I, that was kind of one of the biggest things that first thing I thought about when you said conspiracy is like these people, um, like <laughs> biggest thing, like maybe in like April, March, I saw was uh, like the, the pandemic is, is going to go away come November 3rd. Like literally within the next week. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like they, they, just they using, snapped their fingers and the Yeah. They were just away. using it as propaganda to um, kind of get votes, I guess. And but even at that, they out of person again. I, like you said, I personally don't think they handled the situation either, as as best as they could. And it sucks, man. Man, people died, bro. Like a lot of people died. People died, man. Like that's these these people are never coming back. And you're telling me like you're doing this for votes or whatever? Yeah, you yeah. Know. You know, if like, if that's the case, that's some that's some foul shit. You know? Yeah, it's it's wild, man. So with uh, I mean, we just we just finished talking about school and everything like that. We were brought up on the south side of San Antonio. We both we both went to Southwest High School, um, and we just finished talk, also talking about teachers being underpaid. Do you think even now, um, obviously they got shit ton of more work to do? But how do you think they're like when we were in high school? Do you, the shit that we used to do, like, do you think they were still underpaid then? Oh fuck yeah, they're underpaid. The because the teacher's job is to educate the students, you know. Yeah. But some t- you know that's their profession, so teachers are gonna take it. Take it up a notch. They they want to build a relationship with them students. Yeah, yeah. They want to get them on the right path. They want to build a foundation because after high school is the real world, you know. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. There was this. I felt bad for this this one time. I, it was my junior or senior year, man. And um, I don't know if you had them, but it was for sure an elective class, and it was um, it was like a photography photography class, I guess. No, I um, I didn't do that. But I, I don't know if you know the gentleman. Fuck, I'm trying to remember his name. Anyways, uh, basically, all you had to do, though, was just sign into the class and then didn't care. Do whatever you <laughs> yeah, want. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. So this motherfucker actually caught me, uh, like, in the cafeteria. Like, I don't know if you remember where the cafeteria was and, like, I guess where, the, like, the language classes were, yeah. like, the Spanish and French classes. Mm-hmm. Well, his class was right at the beginning of that. And then you had the big-ass hall or mm-hmm. the big-ass stair, not the stairway, but the big-ass hall, I guess, uh, that you can see over the cafeteria. Well, he was, like, yelling my name from the fucking... The top of the thing I'm just like bro Like literally Okay so he was telling The the officers like Hey he's skipping my fucking class Like tell him to come into my class Ended up getting like ISS for like three days But Just like Man Like you think about it now Just the type of shit That they That had to Like they had to go through For that particular situation That's fuck bro Like and I would not do that for a fucking student. No, and that's on a daily basis I bet Yeah exactly But that's not even like The bad things that I mean yeah, I don't think that's bad at all. But like some of these things that kids do, like we used to do, like even worse that these teachers didn't even find out about. And like just, man, they don't 40, 50, maybe six. I don't know. There's, I mean, 60 grand a year, pretty decent. But I mean, these people are fucking 30, 40, 50 years old. And just that's fuck, bro. That's that's not I don't know. You, sometimes you can't even make a living off of that, depending on where you fucking live. No, nah, I, I don't think so. Um I don't know, man. It's I do I I know for a fact they're underpaid just because the fact that you know the, some of the bullshit that the kids put them through, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, 
me myself, I didn't have to put some of the teachers in, you know, the position I put them in, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, man, this one time, um, but we were in, uh, I think, geometry. And uh, and our, our teacher, I'm not going to say her name. I don't want to put her out there like that. But, you know, she wasn't married. She didn't have no kids, no boyfriend, no, you know, nothing. She was just her, right? Yeah. She had about five dogs, you know. she I guess she was a dog lover. She had no kids. To her, her dogs were her kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, we we had a badass class that that year, right? You know, just I was in the class with all the dummies, and um, and the kids were just like fucking with her, fucking with her about the dogs, and and somebody mentioned the fact that she didn't have kids. I'm like, bro, like, why are you gonna tell the teacher like like <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. you know? And um, so the teacher started, you know, she she cut the assignment and just like started yelling at everybody, and um, somebody behind me said. Hey, well, I think it's because you love your dogs more than you love your students or some shit like that, yeah. right? And the teacher was like, what? What'd you say? I'm like, she didn't hear him. Yeah. Hey, miss, he said this. So I repeated what he said. The teacher looked me dead in my eyes, started crying and ran out the classroom. Did she think it was you? Yeah, she thought I said it. Oh, yeah. but, <laughs> oh shit. Well, I mean, I repeated because she didn't hear what he yeah. said. But, dude, I felt fucking bad. Like, she's out there crying. The whole class just got quiet. I'm like, and everybody's looking at me like if I started this shit. Yeah. I'm like, bro, you know. So geometry. I'm trying to figure out geometry it, teachers. <laughs> fucking, um, that have five dogs. I don't remember any, but <laughs> so it took a lot out of me, man. I fucking and I felt bad, dude. So she's out there crying and in front of the whole fucking class, man. I go outside and I go outside and you know, I give her a hug and I apologize for yeah. you know, um, try to be the bigger person, man, because I felt like shit, you know. And her being a teacher, I didn't have to put her through that shit, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, personally, my experience, I say they're fucking underpaid. But, like, 100%, 100%, I believe, I believe that. And, like, there was kids that cussed at teachers. There was kids that um, said me, like, just terrible shit, bro. Just, like, talked about their fucking, like, their parents, their fucking yeah. two teachers. Not even, like, behind them. Or even at that, behind their back, too. And they still found out some way, somehow. Yeah. And, and... Teachers, man, they don't have to put up with that shit, bro. Like, but even at that, like, there's like, so I grad, I graduated college, right? But even like the prof- the professors, like, sometimes they wouldn't even show up to to class because, I mean, they're still getting paid. But I don't know where I don't know why I said that, but um, I'm trying to figure out where I went, where I was going with this. Oh, okay, so when students were like. Basically, class clowns in college, yeah, and I'm just like, bro, like, yeah, you the, the, are you trying to like. I didn't but, know they had those in college, bro. It's it, it was terrible. Like, it, I mean, there's there's college classes that are like three to four hundred students in like auditoriums, but then there's oh, like our, our main classes that are have um like twenty thirty students at most, where it's kind of like maybe a little bit more one on one. But you still always, man. It's it, there's always that one person. I'm just like, bro, grow up, man. Like you, you're fucking twenty twenty one years old, and you're having these people that are actually literally went to school six eight years to teach you this material and you're still acting a fool like it that don't make sense no, it, to me. it throws it off everybody because college ain't free yeah you know um, whether you're you, i mean if you got a scholarship then cool but you know people had to get loans and financial aid and things like that they're trying to they're investing in themselves to learn they don't want to fucking deal with exactly some ass in, in the back of the classroom you know exactly bro i'm especially in college like you said time is money man like you're literally literally paying for these fucking classes your parents yourself financial aid and it's Terrible, bro. With uh, with I mean, like I said, we went to Southwest High School. But do you think we um, 
I don't think that this school prepared me for fucking real, real world situations. And I'll tell you the biggest thing. Biggest thing for me is because, like I just said, I went to college, but I didn't truly know how to study and like read material and like summarize shit until mm-hmm. like my soft end of my sophomore year. And that was already like at the end of my fucking basic. So I was already going into like what I was legit majoring in. Yeah. So I'm like, I literally had to learn. Like I remember looking up like YouTube videos, like how to study, how to use flashcards, like shit like that. But that's not even what fucking the biggest thing. Like, man, these, uh, I don't know, man. I think just being on the South side and fucking growing up a South side can, can kind of fuck you up sometimes. Like, especially growing up, you never know what the fuck is. Nah, know what's next, nah, I, I hear you. I think then the school we went to, Southwest, that's like the fucking forgotten part of San Antonio. Yeah, you know? man. It's fucking on the other side of town. Yeah. Way on 1604 and Pearsall Road out in the country. Yeah. You know, don't know, don't nobody know where that's at. You know? Exactly. Um, but no, I think, I think just every school in general doesn't, it doesn't actually prepare you for the real world. You know, they, they miss a lot of things. Um, I think they got to teach you finances. Oh, um, yeah. They got to teach you shit about credit. Teach you how to write a fucking check, how to manage your bank, how to manage your money and manage your time because, you know, uh, yeah, you need your your basics, your reading, writing. You got to learn how to how to do math. You got to you got to know history. Um, But I think if they took away some of them, some other little bullshit electives and and they use that time to educate about, you know, the finances and how to manage your time and money. Um, I think I think people go a longer ways. Yeah, same here, man. Especially the finance part, like just knowing how to manage money. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, obviously, when you grow up, you're you're budgeting and trying to fucking live a life, um, have expenses, and that's one of like. I mean, I had of course we had uh, economics, and I physically can't remember like us doing like any type of financial shit. Like maybe a little bit, like maybe knowing like the basics, like what is a check. what is like a bank? What is like just small shit that I guess that they had to teach, but nothing kind of profound. But then again, I was thinking about honestly, like, would you have paid attention? Because I know I for sure I would. No, not me, man. I wouldn't have paid attention. <laughs> That's the thing too. Like, I wouldn't have. But for the kids who do want to pay attention, yeah, you know, yeah. I wasn't one of them. And it's just to say, like, oh, like to to think back if they did um, kind of teach it, like, oh fuck, like that's my bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't have any anybody else to blame than yourself, but. I still didn't think I would have fucking paid attention. Like I, I mean, I barely even paid attention in the economic class, and we weren't even, we weren't even doing anything. Like I used to copy the fucking sheets, and it was just reading out of textbooks and type shit. And that was just a fucking terrible person that I was. But even at that, man, like, what are? I mean, you said so finances. Um, you know, what, um, what were you saying? Like credit. Oh yeah, credit. credit. You know, yeah. I, the credit's big. I think you know, at our age, I'm 26 years old. Credit's fucking big. Yeah. You know, that that's what I said on my one of my previous podcasts, bro. Especially since we're um, like we, I mean, obviously we're on the south side of town, so we don't grow up in the the fucking richest side where we have uh, fucking boatloads of money. So that's credit is one of the things where we use to our, our advantages and building that. That's for sure. Learning how to build that is definitely not a fucking topic in high school. And I think it should. It has to be. But even at, um, I was thinking about this too the other day, even at just when like on the north side of San Antonio or just like other school districts, um, I still think that should be in their fucking, in their like curriculum because I mean, those students can use it too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those students can build businesses. uh, Those, those, um, 
students can, I don't know, take some money from somewhere and kind of, I guess, do good with it with credit, like whatever the situation is, I think everybody should know about it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, like I said, it has to be taught in every school. I mean, at least before you get to college, because yeah. by the time you graduate high school, some people are 17, but most people are 18, 19 years old, you know, um, 18, 19 years old, you can legally start putting things under your, in your name yeah. for, for credit, you know? Yeah. And, but so what was, speaking of credit, what was the first thing like you, if you remember was like you put under your name, like was it like a car or was it a house or like um, a credit card? It was a, I bought a truck when I was 19. I had no fucking credit. They wanted like $5,000 down for Yeah, this bro. Truck. They got my ass too. Yeah. They, they, they got me. They got my ass. So I bought a, it was a 2011 Ford Fusion. Uh, I'm pretty sure I put like 1500 down. And the fucking interest rate was twenty six percent. I think I think mine was about twenty five percent. Yeah, twenty six percent. And um, I don't remember if I didn't have no credit or if I, no, I for sure didn't have credit. Like at all, it was I guess it was considered a zero. I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, man, it got my ass. Luckily, I ended up not luckily, but I ended up uh, wrecking the vehicle. So a gap took care of most oh, gap of it. Took care. And um, that was the first lesson I learned because I actually wanted to figure out. Uh, what was this, like? What the fuck is the interest rate? Like they mm-hmm. kept saying. So, um, whenever I kept paying, I kept saying like I kept seeing on the statement, or whatever, that this interest rate was there, and I was just like, what the fuck is that? Went to Google, found out, just kept digging and digging, and then from there, fucking credit was uh was one of the biggest things that I was that I was looking for. But yeah, man, that's definitely something um something people should not people but teachers or school districts t- should teach. Um, fuck, what is um. Do you think you think you would have been better off in like a private school or like a public school? No, I think uh, I think public school is the way to go. I think private school kind of it hides you from like a lot of the real shit. You know, you're, yeah, you're babied and, you know, they they walk you through this shit. I, I don't true. know. I, That's true. Personally, I don't know. I've never been there, but, but I, I don't think I don't think going to private school. Um, you have the same scenarios and the situation that you run into every day at a public school. Yeah. Yeah, know? man. Like. Even the most basic shit, but even at that, like the, like just the confrontations and like the, I don't know, like you're going to see that in the world, like mm-hmm. out in the world, like you're like fighting, um, I mean, confrontations with other people, people not liking you, um, like the hate, like just, I mean, not to say that that's not in a private school, but that's a lot more fucking, you get a lot more of that in a public school, I would think. No, um, and that's exactly what I mean. I, they, they. The private school shields you from yeah. from that shit. You know, you're gonna graduate from a private school and then fuck it, your first day after you graduated, you can run into something at the malls, you know, some shit happens and you're freaking out, you know what the fuck to do. You, you fucking know? shut down or something. Yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not me. I grew up in like I said, we grew up from the south side of town. Yeah. I went to public school. Um it's kinda weird. I asked people, say, Hey, uh, you know, everybody kinda had their own reputation. Yeah. Um that um I wanna know I'm curious about what people thought of me. They're like, Oh, you're a fighter. You like to fight. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> it's not that I like to fight. It's just I'm so used to conflict and confrontation that, you know, when when it approaches me, I, yeah. I, I don't back down from it. So we, we can cut this out um, if you don't feel like talking about it. But I uh, <laughs> I know where you're getting at. I know where you're getting at. Only because I physically remember being there. <laughs> and I it was it was wild, bro. The by far the one of the craziest shit I ever seen. So. 
I don't know if you remember. I'm pretty sure you do. But whenever you fucking fought in big country. Yeah, I fought. Um, <laughs> that shit was hilarious, bro. Hey, that shit was cool. And you know what? To be honest with you. And not, not hilarious, but it was just like. No, I think about it now and I laugh. But. What, wait, hold on. Before you say it, what grade were we in? Because I totally forgot. Man, it was. Sophomore, like, junior. It was 11th grade. It was okay, it was okay. our junior year. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah, I remember, dude, fucking. How it, ha- like, how it happened, how it started. I don't fucking know. Um, Y'all just ended up there. No, well, some shit happened at school, like, like on Facebook, like, 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 uh, do, do mess, uh, message me just talking shit on Facebook. I think he was just like trolling, you know, but like I said, I, I don't care. Like, like I welcome conflict, like, yeah, if you, want, yeah. you know, like, okay. So like, what's up with it? Right. And, um, I kind of blew it off. I went to football practice. I'm literally in the locker room about to leave football practice. He's calling my phone. Like how the fuck he got my phone number? I don't know. Oh shit. But he's calling my phone. He's like. Bitch, you're going to pull up this, this, and that. I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, shit. Yeah, I'll be there, right? And it's just it's, it's just me and another one of my homies. He was my ride from practice. I'm like, hey, I don't really know this dude like that. So I got on the phone. I called my brother. I said, hey, you at the house? He's like, yeah. I said, be ready. I'm going to pick you up. Um, I said, I'm going to pick up Dre on the way. I'm going to pick up Aaron Mack. I said, just be yeah, ready. Yeah, they were there too, yeah. I said, just be ready. So, so we all hopped in in Roy's truck. Just me, Dre, Aaron Mack, Roy, and my brother. You know, it was only like five or six of us. Um, we pull up to this the big country basketball courts. Bro, it must have been at least 50, 60 motherfuckers on this court. No, there was a ton of people. Or Like I said, I'm probably cutting it short by saying 50 or 60. A ton of people, bro. I don't um, know how it got out, but it, it was out. It was crazy. And I had just found out about it 30 minutes before. Like, yeah. I didn't know, like, we were really supposed to fight. But like I said, I like this shit. So, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so I pulled up, right? We get there and I'm like, okay, who's the dude like? Okay, I saw his profile picture. That's him. Like, yeah. I didn't know him. Yeah. I did not fucking know him. And, um, like, literally no words are said. Like, we get there. I just, I don't even tie my shoe. I just, like, grab the top knot and just fucking pull him. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and we just get to it, man. We yeah, fight. Yeah, ready. Yeah. We, we, we go at it for from five or six minutes straight. Um, you know, and then after that, things got out of hand, you know. It was now, it was like us six versus like 40 of them. There, yeah, it was a ton of people, bro. I was just, that's why I was like, damn, this is, that was intense, man, because this shit went so quick, went left so quick. And it was just like, fuck that. Like, I mean, that sucks. Um, I feel bad, bro. No, it was, it was cool, man. <laughs> um, between all that, I think, I think somebody hit me like on from the side to hit me in my ear. That was probably like the only time I really felt like I got hit. You know, I fought. Yeah, yeah. I fought, but, you know, he obviously didn't do nothing to me. Um, I just, I don't know, somebody hit me from the side. And, and I know when, when I got hit, I looked, my brother hit him. So like, oh, I don't need to worry about him. Yeah. It, it was, it was cool, man. It's funny that we think about it. Um, <laughs> I remember that, bro. For Just because it was like, I don't know, bro. It was like a fucking, I'm sure it was a school night. It was like a fucking. It was, it was, like, it was like a fucking Thursday. Yeah. like a And um, it was cool. Somebody had like some fucking, you know, this is 2011. So technology, you know, it has you know, advanced some, but then somebody had like this fucking high def ass camera. Oh, fucking had like, he recorded it like fucking front row by the time he uploads it. And by the time we go to school in the morning, he has like 10,000 YouTube hits. Oh shit. <laughs> so I get to school and like, I just feel the tension. Like we fought like eight o'clock at night. Yeah. It was dark, bro. It, yeah, it, was, it was dark. And, uh, I get to school and I just like feel the tension, you know, it, all these random ass people dapping me up and shit. Like, like, I don't know them, but I, it's cool, right? I rem- yeah, I remember. Um, right. As soon as I get to my, my fucking, uh, my seat in the morning, you know, uh, everybody kind of, there wasn't no assigned seat, but you know where you sat, you know? Yeah. As soon as I get there, 
all the administrators are waiting for me. I'm like, what the fuck? So they, they didn't even have it on campus. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, like, what's the big deal? They're like, oh, no. Well, I guess there's been like a lot of threats and all that stuff. I'm like, we literally just got to school the morning after. Like, they're like, no, it's like to prevent further things from happening. So I ended up getting suspended for fucking three days for fighting off campus, yeah. like after school. They said it was for for the safety of, of, of the other students. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got suspended. What about what about the other guy? Yeah, he got suspended too. He actually messaged me. He's like, bro, I got suspended. Did you? I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was, so y'all cool now? Or like, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. Um, that Like I said, that happened in 2011. Yeah, yeah. And I think he did like some bullshit like when we graduated. So he ended up getting like locked up. In 2015, maybe, I seen him. We were out, and he was drunk as hell, man. He was drunk, and he's like, hey, fam. Like, I'm like, like oh, shit, like, just, what's yeah, up? Yeah, just on some cool vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but he was drunk. I, you know, I could see it. He was slurring. And he's like, hey, bro, I just want to let you know, like, that shit that happened between us. Like, it's all good, man. We're cool. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, man. Like, I don't hold, hold no grudges. Yeah. And ever since then, man, we, we've been cool. You know? That's what's up, bro. <laughs> he's cool. He's That's kind of up. on his own little wild shit sometimes, but. But he's, he's cool, man. He's cool, people. Yeah, man. I, I follow him sometimes, and it's just like, fuck, man. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, it's kind of funny, man. We, like I said, you know, we had that drama back in the day, and recently, man, probably about man, a year and a half ago, we, we kind of linked up. We hustled together, and we, we both had some money in our pockets, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's cool, That's man. what's up, man. If you know what we were talking about, and shout out to you, but we ain't giving no, no names on this podcast. Uh-huh. Um, spe- Speaking of, like, okay, you just said, like, shit changed like a couple years later when when people say when i guess when people feel some type of way when people change how, how do you feel about that man because I, I feel like i feel like people are supposed to change you know what i'm saying like, you're I, supposed to change like i feel like if you still held that grudge against against yeah. old dude like that was, was like just, what like nine years ago yeah exactly i'm just trying to feel like how are people not supposed to change i don't know i just i don't know it just it just everybody's mentality is different um Mine every day, you know, I'm trying to mature. I'm trying to get better every day yeah, as yeah. a person, you know, as a father, as a brother, as a son, you know. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm trying to get better in everything that I do. <clears throat> um, so, I mean, if I can make peace with somebody, you know, then, then we can. But I, I think at this age, if if he still held a grudge, then, you know, it's one-sided because I, I can care less, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, if he held a grudge because something that happened nine years ago, then, then that's on him, you know. Yeah, it's you can't change it, you know. Yeah, you can't change. But it. I know I'm good on my end. Yeah, but I think too when like people say like you don't change, it's like bro, how are you not supposed to change? Like you're supposed to be level leveling up every single time you do a mistake or um, something. You go through an experience, like you learn shit every single day. So for people to say like, oh, you you don't change when certain shit happens, or don't change when um, I don't know, whatever the situation is like, bro, you're supposed to, like, if you're not changing, if you're not trying to f- level up and do certain shit to a higher extent, there's no, like, you're not doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, uh, and I think that just goes back to people being, uh, you know, I think it works a lot with like the older people. They're, they're stuck in their ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, like I said, I don't, I'm not big on politics or nothing like that, but you do see like a lot of these Trump supporters that are racist and, you know, um, I'm not saying every Trump supporter is racist, but the ones that you see, they're older. You know, those are the people who live through like those civil rights movements and yeah, things like yeah. that. Um, so I think I'm pretty sure they're still stuck in their ways, you know, fucking 50, 60 years later. Yeah. Um, and they they teach that to their children, you know, and 
And that's never going to go away if unless they stop teaching it. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I believe 100% racism is taught. There's no way, there's no if, yeah. answer, but 100% just because you're, I mean, we obviously we've seen, um, like we've grown up, like, I mean, obviously the Southwest is like purely dominant uh, Hispanic. Obviously, there's other like races, mm-hmm. uh, like black, um, uh, maybe some Asians here and there, but mostly it's all Hispanic. And uh, just to have, like, I mean, obviously you, you have friends that are, black and mm-hmm. like ah man like i i couldn't see it bro i could not see it like i i couldn't be have that type of hate towards a certain ethnicity um for i don't know my beliefs like i feel like everybody should treat be treated equally uh if you're treating someone with that type of uh type of racism and something's wrong with you yeah it's, something's just, wrong with it's, you. it's it's tough man because because i got two kids man they're six and eight and and i promise you these girls don't hate nobody, you know. They, good, they don't man. hate. They don't hate another kid because uh, where he grew up, or yeah. hate, hate a kid because um, you know a, a kid is black or white or yellow or whatever, or because a kid goes to a different church than than we do. Yeah, man. Um, that stuff is taught, and um, it's crazy because actually I was listening to another podcast. Um, he's he's a young dude. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's he's in the NBA. He's I think he plays for the Warriors. He said him and his brother went to like some supermarket and you know, they're, they're athletes. They're six, five, six, 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 seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, they walk into the store and he said the kid must've been five, six, seven years old. And he looked at his dad, you know, these, these people are white and these athletes, these athletes are black. And, and the little boy looked at his dad, his, Hey dad, are, are those, those, you know, those niggas that you told me about? Oh shit. You know, this, it's a little kid. Um, yeah, bro, you know, yeah, and for sure not supposed to be teaching that shit. Yeah, like what what kind of shit is that? And then I remember he he said, you know, he they clearly heard it. Um, so they looked over at the dad and the dad was like in like disbelief, like he the dad didn't know what to do or what yeah. to say because yeah. I don't know, man. That's that that stuff is taught. It definitely taught, man. And like I said, just to see it now, um like just to see it now, bro, like fifty, sixty years ago, like I was actually watching um um fuck, what's his name? Martin Lawrence comedy stand-up and it was on netflix and i was just like man let me see what this guy's about let me see because this was kind of i guess when he's first starting off maybe i don't know but uh his first sentence in the stand-up comedy was about racism mm-hmm. literally his first sentence it was talking about how people um within the community i guess i don't know where what area he was talking about but uh we're going through like the police brutality and um, other shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, this was in 93, man. We were in fucking 2020. That yeah. is crazy. It is, it's wild. But even at that, like shit was, was happening in the, in the 50s, 60s. Um, and it's, like I said, it's still happening today. It's, and it's just wild, bro. It's wild, man. Like I'm, I'm big on, uh, on like rap music, like old school rap music. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like, like Ice Cube, Easy E, Dr. Dre, Tupac, you know, those guys that grew up in the early nineties. Yeah. And those guys, the things that they rapped about and the things that they that they were putting in their music has not changed, you know, nah. since then. Nah. Um, everything that they rapped about um is still going on to this day. Everything Tupac put in a song is still going on into this day. You just, know? we just fucking uh we just have a camera, bro. Technology yeah. just is just advanced. So now we get to see uh, behind the curtain on everything that's been happening for years, years, man. And it's sad, bro. Like it's, and I've talked about it previous times on podcasts, like George Floyd, like we, we saw that shit literally within hours of mm-hmm. it happening. And with 
the fucking next day, like it's just it was a phenomenon that that was supposed to happen yeah. because every, nah, that's that's it's not supposed to happen. It's it's not, man, and it sucks, man. It, it, you know, if it, it hurt me watching watching this man you yeah, know, being 100%. suffocated, and I don't I'm, I don't know him, you yeah. know, but imagine his kids, his brothers, his sisters, his parents, you know, them watching that shit. Yeah, man. And um, so bad, man. And I've always said, uh, I mean, well, I mean, well, since since then, I'm like, bro, if I've ever like seen seen that in person, like, hopefully I, you know, hopefully I don't, and I don't get put in that situation. But the bystanders, the people have to do something. Like, hey, you know, fucking pull this cop off. I mean, I know I would, if if it if it saved that man's life, then yeah, you know, I I I'd do that shit. Yeah, exactly, do that shit real man. quick. Exactly, bro. Shit has to change, man. Shit has to change. Without the fucking, throughout the world, man. Not just in the United States, because there's racism everywhere in this fucking world. But, man, we, uh, we're reaching that time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's already been a fucking hour. Has it? Yeah, man. Shit. Is there anything uh, anything else you want to fucking talk about? Anything you want to plug? Anything you want to um, say before you get up out of here, man? Before we get up out of here? <laughs> nah, man. Um, I appreciate you having me. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I've, I've been following your, your podcast for... You know, since you put it out there, and it's cool, man. You got to have me on here. No, oh, yeah, I man. Appreciate it. Whenever, um, like you said, you've been friends with uh, off. I think you said off camera, you've been friends with Steph. And uh, whenever you, um, whenever you said sent that tweet, I was like, man, you know what? We've known each other for a while. Um, I was we never had a friendship like that, yeah. but it's always cool to just to catch up, just to have that conversation with somebody else because you figure out. Um, you know, have similar shit going on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We have similar interests. So it's it's always dope, bro. I'm always I'm always up for a good conversation. And and once again, I appreciate you coming here, man. I appreciate you taking the time on this fucking beautiful well, somewhat beautiful Saturday. Right. Um just to trying to get this conversation in, bro. But fuck, man. Again, I appreciate you, Johnny, man. It was good having you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yes, Thank sir. You. Yes, sir. Well, fuck, guys. That's gonna conclude this podcast, man. This is the Gin Podcast. Shout out to Johnny one more time for coming out on the fucking podcast. This is your host, GBZ11. Till next time, people. Peace. <laughs>